0: From earaches to strep tests, there's Minuteclinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit Minuteclinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See Minuteclinic.com for details.
1: We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row. Proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks.
0: Hi everyone, this is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles and I want to welcome you to another episode of Stories of the Supernatural if you're watching it on the internet or listening to a podcast version of the show make sure to subscribe so that you get notified when a new show is released and if you'd like to find links to videos or mp3 files just go to miami ghost and you can also submit any eerie experiences you've had at the submit your story tab also Hook up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram where you can find information not only about new shows but also about monthly free merchandise giveaways. So get comfortable, enjoy this new episode, and just imagine it's a dark and stormy night where not a creature is stirring, not even a mouse. And if a creature is stirring, you hope it's a mouse. Hi, everybody. This is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles. How is everybody doing? Well, Today, Stories of the Supernatural has a super guest, and this is the second time that I have this wonderful guest back. And I'm talking about Bill Bean. Yes, absolutely, we've got Bill Bean back on, and we've got so many interesting things to talk about. He's just come out with a new book. Plus, he's going to talk to us also about some recent uh, interventions, because that's basically what he does. He 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 does interference. And deliverance for families that are being afflicted with evil, and we'll talk about that, but anyway, let me bring him on. How are you doing today, bill?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back Marlene. it's an honor and a pleasure always to be on with you and boy, we ever have a lot to talk about yes, uh, today did.
0: yes, we do uh and people don't realize um that we're talking about right now, how busy you must be. I mean, you've always been yeah. busy. Okay, mm-hmm. you've always been busy. But um, so many things are going on now with um, how would you call it? I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word for it of uh, people kind of, I don't want to say end times, but it's like things are changing and moving almost in a negative pace. Yeah. That I, I don't I don't want to be an alarmist because I don't want to do that. But it's almost like people are scared of what's coming around as far as that they feel that there's so much negativity around. I wonder if you see that happening as far as the cases that you deal with. More so, I know you that's what you specialize yeah. in, but do you feel that do you do you get that coming back from some of these cases that you help people out that the the entryway for something sometimes is basically a feeling of fear and i mean and, and i want to say it opens the door sometimes to negative things
2: it's certainly part of it large percent, uh takes place in childhood through child molestation yes or some type of Yes. So that that happens on a very large scale. That um, unfortunately demonic forces are attached to the perpetrators who, yes. uh, you know, commit these wicked and heinous acts. Yes. But uh, for instance, uh, a case of child molestation takes place. Mm-hmm. The entities will. Not only be, you know, filling the perpetrator, but then they will go on to the victim, unfortunately. And the reason for that is because when people are exposed, especially children, exposed to high levels of trauma, mm-hmm.
3: um,
2: there will be, uh, out of the pineal gland, which is the third eye, yes. uh, and the uh, adrenal glands, there are secretions that come out. And, and those secretions, you know, demons, they love it. They eat that up like candy. So, you know, not only is it something that they desire to have, uh, also the fear-based, trauma-based way of, uh, you know, the events, everything that led up to the events mm-hmm. that created this high stress, high trauma, you know, and, and just off the charts of fear, which produced these secretions. I mean, it's it's perfect for them. It's win-win for them. And then they stay on the victim or victims until someone like me comes along and make no mistake. This is not my power. This is the power of God that's working through me to help these people and to free these people. And I'm forever grateful and thankful to God for it. And, you know, it's truly God who called me to do this work. I don't do it on my own accord. And so... I will continue to do this as long as God will have me to do it. And it's just amazing, uh, Marlene, that this seems to be increasing yes. in people more and more. And, you know, I've traveled nonstop for the last four years, four plus years, all over this country, every part of this country. And when I'm home, I'm either answering messages or text or you know, phone calls, and and having international Skype sessions as well. I've helped people in 40 different countries via Skype, and I'm thankful to God for that as well. So it is a never-ending task, and I feel that it's increasing due to certain technologies that are on our earth now that are just... Super, super dangerous, and that CERN device is. Right,
0: it's almost like an accelerant.
3: uh,
2: Yeah, it's the Large Hadron Collider and the particle accelerator, and it is the most dangerous device on the Earth that I know of. And this device, in my opinion, is a Stargate.
3: Yes.
2: And it is opening up portals,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. and when these portals open up, these demonic entities are coming through and this is why so many people are being affected so when you combine that what i've just said when you combine that with the huge amount of mind programming and social engineering that is taking place on such a large scale in our world in our society on a daily basis this is why we are where we are as a society and as we talked before we came on the air Mm -hmm. that I have a timeline and you know I've written about this in my new book called stranger than fiction and this timeline goes back to the 50s and you know it's because of the things that were implemented back then which was designed to destroy the American family because the devil his MO is to divide and conquer. So he deals in bully tactics yes. and is divide and conquer tactics. And it's all about keeping the uh, people in the fear based, trauma based way yes. of thinking and Absolutely. living.
0: Absolutely.
2: All life operates on frequency and vibration. So when mm-hmm. our frequency and vibration is on high, Life is good, life is positive, we are moving forward. But when we are on low, and I've been there, believe me, I've been there, life is terrible. It's a challenge to say the least. It's like the dark cloud is over the person's head, nothing ever goes right, there's always a problem a drama, a situation, and never an answer. And there are so many people that are living in that. Currently, it's really unfathomable, but yet understandable, because I understand what the devil is doing, and he is literally using these, this is why so many people now, uh, you know, the nation is divided, the world is divided, look at all the strife that's taking place, you know, all the fighting back and forth and all these different things, and then, you know, I also say in the book, uh, I talk about, I give a hypothesis of, you know, if there were an invading force coming in, which would be the devil and his demons and whether that is reptilian, uh, quote unquote, alien demons or whatever it may be, they are demons and they're in the demonic realms. And you know, and I'd say that hey they would poison the air, the water, the food, everything, and look at what we have now. I just saw a story today, um, about some of these dollar stores around the nation that are stocking uh fraudulent phony toothpaste that uh, you know like has the name of Colgate on the box.
3: Really? And oh it's my not
2: Colgate God. at all. These are uh, these are made in South Africa and they're putting stuff like any freeze <gasps> in this toothpaste.
0: Oh my God. Oh so
2: this is what horrible. we are living now and people better wake up because this stuff isn't coming, it's here.
0: But you know what and and you pointed something out really important very important bill a lot of people they don't realize that this has been a process that's been going on for many many years because yeah everybody thinks oh it's going to be like a clap of thunder and oh my god this happened and of course everybody's what and it's not and i'm going to use a word which um it's basically it's recently been used a lot but it's called indoctrination and that's Mm -hmm. a process it's a process and whoever's behind it whether it's human beings being the puppet master is evil whatever they 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 have uh a plan of years decades in other words this is the end result that we want but this is what we're going to do not to alarm or let anybody in on what really we want at the end to happen so what we've been desensitized and we talked about that earlier along the way, and for something to happen, that takes years and years, and sometimes they even wait for certain generations to either die away or get old, and not have the I totally umps. agree.
2: Yeah, I totally agree, and you know, it is so disturbing to see some of our young people in the mindset that they're in nowadays, and uh, it's just a total brainwash, and there's nothing that you can say or do to break through the only, in my opinion, the only possible way to break through to someone like that would be through the power of God, but otherwise forget it. I mean, it's just, it is really sad to see.
0: Yes. And I think a lot of people, and then I'm going to blame Hollywood for this. A lot yeah. of people think that anybody, whether you want to call it possession or influence or, um, that the basically they've invited it and are have accepted it think that people that are under that influence being evil can walk around and be normal because we kind of think that it has to be a monster look like a monster okay right and people don't realize that you could be a very normal looking human beings and act very normally and sometimes even show empathy and compassion but that's maybe not really what it truly going in it's just of like all things it's the ability to lie to deceive um to have regular human beings uh bring their guard down because you know everybody thinks that the monster has got monsters stamped across their forehead and nine times out of ten that's not the case
2: i totally agree i totally agree with you and this is why And again, I didn't come on your show to preach a sermon, but I did come to speak the truth. And part of the truth is, this is why it is so very important for people to seek their own personal relationship with God. Because of these times that we're in right now, it's only by the power and the grace and the mercy of God that we will get through these things. And if we do have God with us, and if we are making him first in our life, then he will put a covering over us, and he'll keep us safe through these times. I'm not trying to scare anybody. This isn't fear porn. I'm speaking the truth. Yes. And people really need to wake up and understand what I'm saying, and you don't have to believe a word I'm saying, but I urge you to do the research for yourself, and then your eyes are going to be wide open. And it is time, you know, at that point, to really, really um do some soul searching and I certainly pray that you know after a person discovers the truth in this way that they will seek to make God first in their life and then allow him to guide and protect them
0: well one of the things that I think is really important that you said as far as people that you know isolation the family that's fallen apart and, and yeah. I've seen this firsthand this is how people, when they become despondent or hopeless or isolated, this is when they're very easily influenced or can basically, I don't wanna say taken over, but it's almost like it can spiral downward. And somebody on the outside could say, oh, it's just strictly a psychological problem. But yeah, clinically you could say that's it, but I'm sure you've run across that. There's uh, something very dark pushing it along you understand what I'm saying uh, yeah, and
2: you're absolutely right and so the it goes right back to what I said to you earlier about people operating on frequency and vibration so when the frequency and vibration is on low that the person is wide open for these demonic forces to come in and have their way and unfortunately I feel that uh, you know, some mental illness does go hand in hand with demonic forces and demonic oppression yes. and um I have seen it personally. God has worked through me to deliver people who have been affected in that way. And of course, um I have seen the full blown demonic possessions far too many times and god has worked through me to deliver people from that i'm grateful and thankful for it but boy it's something that i wouldn't wish on anybody right. it's something that i wouldn't want any normal person to have to witness mm-hmm. it's not a cool glamorous thing uh it's a very disturbing thing to say the least
0: yes and and i'm sure that because there's people out there that like you point out, they for some for some odd reason they think there's some type of glamour. And it's yeah. like once you see it, you can undo the knowledge. You cannot not know it anymore. In other words, it's not on the big screen. It's not like a movie where the lights come up and then you go home and it's like, yeah. Oh, it was just a movie. Because I'm sure you've been you've witnessed and seen things that you've had this calling, but at the same time, it's it's something that you realize what a lot of people out there maybe don't believe in or don't yeah. think it's as bad as that and uh, i i've i've talked to a lot of people again i'm going to go back where they think that the influence of whether you want to call it devil satan evil lucifer whatever whatever you want to make it is something very dramatic and quick and i think that what it wants which is the corruption the destruction of human beings sometimes this takes a slow road like what you described yeah. at the beginning maybe molestation you know child sexual abuse or physical abuse uh,
2: absolutely some type of wicked and heinous act that has yes. created a level yes. of fear and trauma that has you know produced these secretions from the pineal gland and exactly. the adrenaline exactly
0: exactly and then it's like a ripple effect down you know depending a lot of times what happens with that child person you know whether they somebody helps them or uh i've seen a lot of times where once this happens to a person as a child sometimes they kind of get earmarked for to be victimized in other ways even when they're older it's almost like it wants to produce a you know um like damage the human spirit yeah and
2: because it's all about kill rob and destroy i mean that's really what the agenda from the devil is you know towards he hates human beings yes so his agenda is to kill rob and destroy
0: yes and in this book that you just came out with bill um which i've been showing uh copies of the of the front cover and in it, it, it what is it you did you cover some of the recent cases you've been involved with or or what do you have in that book i know you have a lot of stuff in there
2: it's amazing i thank you so much marlene for showing the photographs and for giving it a, a word of promotion and, uh, Absolutely. um it's the second book that i'd written in 2018 you know i've written five books and and that was my fifth book and i i had really no intentions of writing two books in 2018, but it just happened to work out that way. I wrote uh, The Connection in the early part of 2018, and then uh, wrote uh, in December of 2018, the uh, the new book, Stranger Than Fiction.
3: Mm-hmm. And in this
2: book, it covers angels, uh, demons, ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot. Uh, my dear friend Mike Super wrote a chapter uh, about a Bigfoot um, encounter that okay. uh, a friend of his who's a police officer in Whitehall, New York, had back in the late 70s, and it was almost a face-to-face. It's, uh, the creature was within 30 feet, and um very, very compelling story. And then uh, my dear friend Travis Short wrote a chapter about the Mothman, okay. um, and another dear friend, Kev Baker, you mentioned him earlier. Yes. He wrote a chapter about Cerner. These are all very, very educated people and very powerful chapters that added greatly to this book. And then my dear friends, Anita uh, uh, Tenzo and her son Chris Levis, they wrote uh, an account about their experiences, and that's in the ghost section about everything that they've gone through. And I've been to their house several times as a yes. deliverance minister uh, to bind and rebuke and cast out demonic forces there. And they were featured uh, as part of my case files mm-hmm. in an episode of the haunting series Mm -hmm. and their their episode was called Portal of Doom Mm -hmm. and so this book uh, and it covers the Mandela effect as well which is very real Yes, and then I have my final word in it and uh, Marlene every single chapter and every single topic is all connected and most people don't want to connect these dots but I have connected the dots and I praise God for helping me to connect the dots. Every one of these things and every bit of this phenomena it's all connected and so I am not here to try and sell a book I mean it's great to sell books and all that that's wonderful but it's a very important message for people so I urge people to get a copy and I've said this about my other books and I'll say it again that if you can't afford to buy a copy of my book, Mm -hmm. then send an email to me, visit BillBean.net. You can email me directly from the site and then I'll send you a free PDF. It's that important for people to read and understand what is actually taking place here and why so you can be prepared for it. So I urge all of you out there that are listening in, again, if you cannot afford to buy a copy of my book, then send me an email, and I will attach a free PDF for
0: you. Which is wonderful. It's wonderful, Bill, because um, I think that, again, yeah, a lot of time. and we talked about this a little bit earlier before we started recording, that maybe, what, the last 30, 40 years, people have become desensitized as to um, the physical manifestations of evil of possession, and we talked about how when The Exorcist came out in 1973, people were totally shocked for months. I remember. Yeah. And nowadays, you know, there's a proliferation of some version of of possessed people, possessed, you know, paranormal activity, uh, all these different possess- and people like uh, you know, they're like th- th- nothing. It, it, they they they've seen it all. They're jaded. And I think and that it, it, and it's
2: glamorized. It's, it's glamorized, like glamorized now, and
0: I kind of think that they just like it's the Hollywood stuff that they really don't think it's real. Mm-hmm. It's real, but not real, you know. And well, it's exciting.
2: Oh, cool. it's exciting! It's you know. Yes. I mean, it, it, I'm not looking for thrills like that. I'm sorry, you know. This is right. my life. Uh, I live this kind of stuff. I grew up as a victim. My family was destroyed by demonic forces. I was nearly destroyed as well. So I don't find this to be glamorous or entertaining. And, you know, the work I'm doing now is very, very serious that I have to um, have God work through me to deliver these people and you know God does his part but I have to do my part as well and my part is to be in total warrior mode which is faith and courage you know 100% I have to be in total faith as well Uh, I mean without fear and being in that type of warrior mode where you're in that type of total faith and courage you can't have any fear because if I'm in a situation like that and, and, you know, you're trying to help someone to become free from this. You can't show any fear or have any fear because if a person does and they're in that type of situation and then they succumb to fear through whatever, you know, circumstance might occur or whatever, you know, type of phenomena might occur during that, they're finished. Yes. And the people that they're helping are finished as well. So yes. it's all lose-lose there. So I have to be somebody for somebody every day of my life.
0: And, Bill, I take it, and this is one of the things that, again people the instant gratification that i'm thinking even after you go in there and you do a deliverance or or whatever is going on in the case people need to afterwards do their own thing to continue i imagine to keep whatever was at bay it's not like you can i want to say wave your magic wand and go okay it's over now folks exactly. people don't realize exactly. that they need to keep working at this afterwards
2: and that's why i become a life coach because after that, I have to sit down with the client okay, with the client yes, yes. and then map out a game plan for them with the do's and don'ts. And, and so there have been cases in the past where I've had to go back to different people several times because they did reopen doorways that they yes. should have. And, and then that stuff comes back seven times worse. So yeah. um, it is imperative for people to understand the direction that I'm giving after this takes place and then to abide by it and stay in it and follow it and make it a part of your life because this is not funny. This is no joke. And believe me, the devil would love nothing more than to totally destroy someone.
0: Um, And one of the things that also, I think that we talk about fear sometimes I think part of the fear that comes in is that people think that them individually cannot make a difference. And we're talking here, let's say, whether what's going on around you or in the world or whatever your perspective is, people think, well, I won't make a difference. And I beg to differ because I think that if more people, individually, of course, thought positive, prayed, uh, look towards being hopeful, I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. It, it's, it's like, uh, you know, when you reach critical mass that at the beginning it doesn't look like whatever it is is so heavy that it's moving and then finally you get it and i think a lot of times people get discouraged thinking that they don't matter or whatever their intentions are or their prayers are it doesn't matter i'm just like one person in a in a you know world populated by billions
2: and how sad is that and that's just what the devil wants that's exactly what he wants um and furthermore you know this is all about Taking people and putting them and keeping them in and on that low frequency and low vibration. So, if you continue to bombard them with negativity Mm -hmm. and you present these horrible things and you try to spin it to where that becomes good and acceptable, well, hey, guess what? You got them. And and things that I see coming
1: are super, super disturbing. And, you know, we we did it again.
2: that Our air is poisoned with these chemtrails that are sprayed every day. Our waters are poisoned because of that garbage falling in and other things. And our food is also poisoned. I pray over every single thing. I wouldn't put a stick of gum in my mouth unless yes. I prayed over it first and asked God to bless it because that's how bad it is now. And whether people want to believe that or not, that's fine, but that's where we're at. And so as part of that, People are being desensitized to the point to where I recently saw, and this was a news story, and okay. it was celebrated uh, a ten year old boy that was dressed as a girl
0: oh my God, yes, I've seen that oh my and God, and the
2: adult male that was naked standing there with him that was dressed as a woman
0: okay, and I, th- they I thought I thought... there. I thought you were going to talk about the one, the little boy was a drag that that he was. Oh, well, him too.
2: Yeah, he's 11. And yeah, and he's already uh, devoured into that world. And they're using him as a stripper in gay clubs and all these 11 years old. When I saw
0: that, it was like, what? Oh,
2: my God. Mm -hmm. And he was on Good Morning America. and They celebrated him and celebrated what he's doing. So, again, the machine is through the entertainment industry yes, yes.
3: and you know whether that's
2: Hollywood or regular it TV and these so so these types of shows yes. and they could say whatever they want and spin it however they want mm-hmm. but you know Jesus said you'll know them by their fruits and all you have to do is look at them and examine who they are yes. what they do what they talk about what they present what they promote yes. and their fruit is rotten yes. rotten to the core so in this other story with this other little 10 year old boy, he was dressed as a girl in this picture and and then this naked man who was dressed as a woman was posing with him in the picture and they celebrated that and thought that was just so progressive and edgy and just so great and this is where we are now
0: i don't know Uh, this this, this this is the part where i don't understand where child services for whatever state that is doesn't step exactly. in exactly. Where, where uh, is the it?
3: Parents they,
2: should have been arrested. Yes, the uh, individual in that photo posing naked with that boy should have been arrested. Is that? Well, what they're trying to do, and this is what they're trying to push now in California, believe me, more so than anybody else, they are trying to legalize pedophilia. And you've had some of these uh, people, and they know who they are. More importantly, God knows who they are, yes. speak out and say that, oh, well, they can't help it. They're born this way. So so that makes it okay for them to go and molest children. Um, so that is a big agenda that they're trying yes. to push right now to get this pedophilia legalized. So they're going to glamorize this and make it look you know, cool and acceptable and mm-hmm. progressive. Normalize like it. When God tells like, oh, yeah. us. Uh, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. And that's exactly what is happening now in our society. So if they get this pedophilia legalized, then the next step is that they will get cannibalism legalized as yes. well. So these are the two things that they're, look at what they just did in New York with having yes. this nine month, you know, abortion uh, law passed and all this. I mean, this I is murder. I, I,
0: I, I don't understand that. I, I don't. I don't understand yeah. that. I just, I don't. Uh, this to me, is all it's all part like...
2: of the agenda. And it's all it's... part of the agenda to desensitize and to destabilize society to the point that people just won't bat an eye uh, over the greatest of atrocities.
0: But you know what, Bill? I think a lot of it has to do with the media because they make it appear yeah. like everybody's good with it. And I hate to say it, but I think there's a good portion of people that are out there going, what? What? But they make it look like if they interview you and, you know, they interview people on the street or if they have, they bring them on to these well-known shows or with, it's like, oh, this is wonderful. Approval, approval, approval. And I bet you there's a bunch of people going, am I the only one that's outraged or sickened by this?
2: And, And this is exactly where the problem lies right now is somebody has to stand up for what is good and for what is right yes, yes. and somehow reach the other people in our country and even in the world as well to say we need to unite yes. and stand up for what is right good and for what is right and say no more we're not having this anymore in our society yes. we're not having this anymore in our world and i'll guarantee you there's a lot more good and decent yes. people
3: who yes, don't is. want this
2: no. than there are these evil perpetrators that are doing this so that's where we are and, and what really needs to happen is for that time to come and i certainly pray it, and believe you me i'd be the one leading the charge i would not it wouldn't I would be honored to do so. Uh, but it's time for all good and decent people in America and around the world to stand up and join together and say we're not having this any longer. So perhaps God will work through me in some great way one day to be able to assemble you know, all of the great people in that way to just uh, help to rid our planet of this absolute filth and evil and garbage.
0: Yes, yes, and I do want to say that us individually and of course more so when we get together but even individually I think we are very powerful even if we sit there like you said and we say a prayer all by ourselves mm-hmm. if we weren't that powerful nobody would be bothering to try to harness our power <laughs> yes. And I think that we've been fooled into thinking that we have no power uh, whether it's, I totally agree and I want to say that sometimes we only measure things as what we can or cannot do physically and we don't people don't realize that there's more to the human being than just what your physical abilities are as far as emotionally, spiritually mentally that goes out far beyond your body, which is in essence let's say what you do when you pray okay you're, you're putting something out that's far beyond what your physicality is and people and don't realize how powerful we are
2: it is and that comes through the pineal gland which again the New Agers are called the third eye mm-hmm. it's the pineal gland and that is our our antenna that's our connection device with God so that's why they are making attempts to try and calcify the pineal gland because it will disrupt and distort our connection with God And so this is um, very much a spiritual matter first. And like you said, people, they'll see things in the physical, but they just will not acknowledge or can't even take their minds there to understand that this is a spiritual matter first and then a mental matter that ties in with the spiritual, which then ties into the physical. And people just don't get it because they react so quickly and the initial reaction is to deal with it in the physical
0: yes exactly and that 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 we are i i truly believe that a lot of times people are discouraged like you said by what they see in the news and the media Mm -hmm. and they and and then of course that engenders fear and a lot of times i personally think this is my own opinion that you know sometimes things are going on and, and i'm thinking to myself they don't care anymore whether the optics of it or uh what anybody thinks because when they do things against one person and of course it goes on the news or wherever you know social media it's like a, yeah. what they're doing is they're psychologically victimizing everybody that sees it because what they're still doing is saying look this can happen to you too so it's like a psychological warfare. And I think a lot of people totally miss agree. that. <laughs> and then, of to course. to
2: keep people in fear and keep them yes. low frequency, low vibration.
0: And it's like, folks, really what they're trying to do is instill fear. That time has passed about the optics or about appearing nice or we wouldn't do that. Whoever's behind us is beyond that. Now, all they w- really want to do is just instill fear and yeah. say, shut up, be quiet. And do what you're told, because
2: exactly. we're running the show. <laughs> but and, and most uh, most people are oblivious to that. And it, it, you know, again, this has been a carefully calculated plan that has been going on for many, many years. And it has a lot yes. of the mass of society, you know, that they're just oblivious to it. Their minds just can't go there. They don't understand it. TV is called programming for a reason. And <laughs> yeah, it is designed. Right. Yeah, and, and most people don't get it. You know, I could say this all night long, and probably 8, eight out of 10 people still will not get it. They they can't grasp it. It just, they, they bottle their mind. They just can't mm-hmm. go there.
3: Yes.
2: And if I were to say... Even like now, I've stopped watching the majority of professional sports. And look, yes. I was an athlete. You know, I've talked about this in my books, uh, sports. That was the, the, the thing that God sent to me to help me to uh, escape, you know, some of the horrors that were taking place in my childhood. So, you know, I always have great and fond memories of uh, the sports that I played. And mm-hmm. But now uh, – it's not enjoyment for me at all to watch uh, whether it be the NFL or wherever it is Right. It, it's I don't watch it anymore because um, like professional wrestling I feel that a lot of these games especially the big games they are already predetermined So, yes. and people would say well how could you go and do that on a football field it's very easy to do because the quarterback has a microphone in his helmet and on defense either a linebacker defensive back has a microphone in their helmet. It's very, very easy to do and again, people just can't grasp it but this is our world now this is and everything is geared towards drama
3: yes. and to
2: create um, entertainment through drama and and these types of scenarios to where you're just fully engrossing you know you want to get that person so roped in.
3: Yes. Um,
2: that it becomes the most important thing in their life. And God tells us, you know, not to worship idols. And that does become an idol. And whether that is sports or music or entertainment, whatever it is, um, God says, you shall have no other gods before me. And if people are putting things like that first, well, then they are out of order with God.
0: Well, and and I I think that, you know once upon a time people were thinking that any industry whether it was entertainment or anything else they were always was what's good for my bottom line you know they were always thinking uh we want to uh have a certain image because down at at the end of the day we want money but i hate to say it but a lot of these industries including sports they have an agenda and it's not money yeah <laughs> It's not money, folks. It's not. Because they do so many things that you're like, this has got to be hurting your bottom line. I'm sorry. But it's. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. It's just absolutely um, unfathomable when you think about some of these things. And, And what is even more unfathomable is that for the most part,
3: it's done in plain sight, mm-hmm. and yes. most of the people
2: can't see it. You can do it right in front of their face, and they just can't see it. That's wow. how desensitized a lot of the public is now.
0: Yes, yes, it is. It is. It's. It's unfortunate, but that is. And I, I, I want to say, Bill. And this is one of the things. You know, we. It's like a funnel. You know, at the top end, we're talking entertainment and uh the influence of the masses and then it funnels down to you know whether it's the country the city uh then down to the family and the individual which is i yeah. think where you cross paths a lot of times uh where people sometimes are weakened by what they see and then they they're they're easy targets for whether it's either because i hate to say it, they seek it out they invite the devil Mm -hmm. you know because like you said it's been glamorized or because they've been weakened maybe you're despondent and i'm not even talking mental illness i'm just talking because there's a disconnection between human beings which the isolation hopelessness uh which all of a sudden opens them to thinking that there's no hope And I'm sure this is where you show up. You're the cavalry. You show up, and hopefully try to intervene. And I know sometimes it's not only it's just not an individual; it's a family. And but, and 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 I'm going to ask you about this. There's sometimes, you know that that you sent me that information about an investigation. Well, that was an investigation. I'm sorry, that's the wrong word for it. I I want to say it was you've. the intenzo household this is you've you've yeah. worked with them before right mm-hmm.
2: um wonderful people love them dearly
0: yes and this was something i think I, I don't know can you talk a little bit about is uh i know that she basically i and i don't know if this is actually this kind of opened up for her after she started uh taking care of uh or she was executrix for uh for a friend of hers A Mm -hmm. couple of years ago, and I don't know if this is still the source for what's happening there now in her house. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, because um, you know, there are some cursed objects. Okay, that's what I was
0: talking about. Yes,
2: yeah, many, many items and artifacts you know, down in that basement and they're in boxes and bins and uh, probably hundreds. And so, you know, I have gone over as many as I could, but. I haven't been able to take every single one out of the box and bind and rebuke and cast out and make them blessed, sealed, sanctified, purified, cleansed and made holy before God. So there, uh, I feel that, you know, the devil has legal right to be there by way of some of those cursed objects. And I pray that the day will come soon that uh, and Anita says she's going to do this, and I pray that her and Chris, sooner than later, will absolutely... Uh, just go through all that stuff, and, you know, I'll go back there and do a binding and casting out on all those things once they have it all pulled out and I'm able to have access to, you know, get all those things out of the boxes and bins, and then after that, they should get rid of that stuff, and I pray that they will do that one day sooner than later. And um, there are portals that are opened You know, for instance, when I went back there the last time on November 18th, Mm -hmm. you know, I did something that I normally don't do. Um, Normally, the client or clients, you know, whether it's a family, whatever it is, you know, they don't want that stuff on video or they don't want photographs or anything like that. So I normally don't do that. But on this occasion, I asked Chris to walk behind me as I was binding and casting out because God was showing me that uh, he was going to capture something disturbing which okay. uh, he he did he he captured several disturbing images and um yeah I, I, he also I, captured what i believe to be angels in two of the photographs uh one in anita's bedroom and what? then another one in the garage area but uh the the evil entities were captured down in the basement and uh i certainly could feel the presence of evil there even as i got out of my truck going off the walkway you know i could feel it and once inside, it, it could really feel strongly and um, so Chris stayed behind me and Nita was there as well but he stayed behind me and you know took uh, many photographs and at one point I was guided by God to go right over to the uh, it's like an old chimney type of area Right, and I, I, had, I'm uh, showing
0: I, I got the pictures that you showed me and I've and I've been showing them as far as the two mm-hmm. pictures That's, yeah okay yeah And I was guided
2: to go over there and right in front of that, I guess you'd call that a pot belly, Mm -hmm. whatever that is, you know, a burner, heater, stove, whatever you would call it. Um, So I'm standing in front of that. God guided me right to that spot and I'm binding and rebuking and casting out and sealing that portal, which I could see and feel a portal right there. Uh, And as I was doing that, this loud, it was like a growling type of, combined with a moan, you know, it was like a a growling type of moan, and it came out right from inside of that block wall, and um, it was very clear, just as I'm talking to you now, it was probably at that volume level, and Anita and Chris were standing right there, and and they heard it as well. And so it was very loud and and very pronounced. And then it left, you know, as I was binding and casting it out and and declaring that portal by the mighty power of Yahweh in his mighty and holy name in Jesus' name to be closed. Shot lock, chained, and padlock to the devil and his minions. And so um, Chris, again, took a picture there. And then as I was going through the entire basement area, finding and rebuking and casting out you know he continued to take photographs and he captured uh, several uh faces but one in particular that was the is... most pronounced one yeah <laughs> um very clear and uh one of the most clear photographs that i've ever seen of some type of in my opinion demonic entity and yes. so you could see the face there and then if you really look hard look at the uh the right side of the mouth area, so if you're staring at it, it would yes. be you know on your left. And you could see two fangs coming out of the mouth and coming down.
0: Oh my god, and I gotta look a closer at that. I'm, I, 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 yeah. To be honest with you, I didn't want to look that close, because when I looked at it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. This this is horrible.
2: And they're coming right down out of the mouth area, and uh, it's a disturbing picture, and I can assure you that crisp, to doctor anything or to set a prop up or whatever. I mean, I went down the steps first, and I didn't see anything out of order. You know, and certainly so there are nothing set up for him to be able to get a photograph and, and capture something like that. So this is a a real photo. It's an authentic photo, and uh, the other things they captured are real and authentic as well.
0: Bill, do, let me ask you: Do you think that? And and this is, I've warned about this before. I said, you know, a lot of people sometimes pick up stuff from the curbside besides garage sales and stuff. I said, you got to be real careful (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people do do
3: it because
2: they need it. Yeah. Before I bring anything into my home, and as I'm bringing it in, I'm doing a binding and rebuking and casting out of anything evil or negative that may be attached to it. And I say, by the mighty power of Yahweh in his mighty and holy name in Jesus' name, I bind and rebuke anything evil or negative that may be attached to this object or objects. And I cast it out, and I command it to depart. Father, I ask for your giant warrior angels to take it into custody and carry it off and deposit it back into the pits of hell where it belongs. And by your mighty power and your mighty and holy name in Jesus' name, I declare this object or objects to be blessed, sealed, sanctified, purified, cleansed, and made holy before you. Peace is upon it, and peace shall remain forevermore in Jesus' name. I do this every time I bring something, do it into my house. I don't care what it is. That's what I do. We have to stay on top of these stakes because you just never know.
0: Now, let me ask you, if bringing something like this into your household, will it open a portal, you think? Is it something that kind of like germinates? Uh, Well, again,
2: that's why it's so important. And what I did when when Chris first sent me these photographs... I did the same thing that I just said, a binding and rebuking and a casting out. So I buy the mighty power of Yahweh in Jesus' name. I fueled that and the other photographs as well to where if a person does, you know, look at this, then those entities are not going to be able to come through. And I do the same thing with my books. When I, you know, write about, some of this is disturbing content, and when I write about those things, before I send that out to the public, I do a binding and rebuking and a sealing. Uh, you know, after I bind and rebuke and cast out anything evil, evil, or, evil or negative that may have been, you know, in or around the books, then I seal those and they become blessed, healed, sanctified, purified, cleansed, and made holy before God. So it's very important for me to do those things because I do not want to send the evil out to anybody. I only what God to work through me to be a blessing to people not a curse
0: and what happened after that visit have, have did that stop or are they still Nina
2: said that things got much better much more peaceful uh-huh. but then uh, she said that Chris has had some recent experiences and, um, she didn't go into detail, but you know obviously uh something is still going on, so I will be you know back to see them again in the future and I'll just say it's just very important for us to you know when these types of things are taking place, it's just very really important for us to take the steps and measures to keep that garbage under our feet to where it cannot manifest again. It will not have any power again. And so for me, the only way to do that is to invoke the power of God and to stay in that type of warrior mode 24-7, truly. I mean, I know it's easy to say these words and all that, but this is really how I live my life. And it's the only way for me because I'm not going to have, I will never be a victim again. And God has blessed me and transformed my life so where I'm now a victor. And that's what I want for everybody. I want people that are, you know, having these types of experience to have their lives transformed from victim to victor.
0: And, and this is, I think, you make a very good point that because you said something earlier to me that after you left there, you had to go to another case. Yeah. That also had demonic, uh, either, uh, I don't know, a slant. What, what was going on with that? And we were saying, let me, I don't know how you do it, to be honest with you. I just it's don't all about the power, power
2: of God. I, I am so busy in that particular instance. Yes, I left Anita and Chris and drove an hour and 15 minutes south. Uh, to a family that um, you know was having some major demonic garbage going on, and they had to abandon their home. They had a very large and nice home with a lot of property, and they had to uh, abandon that home and they moved into another home fifteen minutes away from the original and so i Arrived at their new residence and I had to perform a spiritual deliverance for a family of six and then go through their very large house because after the deliverance takes place, then I have to go through uh, the entire home and make sure that there are no demons hiding or lurking, you know, in the home. And I asked God to come and bring his giant warrior angels to take into custody, you know, any demons that may be present in or around the land, the home, uh, or hiding anywhere. And I asked for God to have his giant order angels carry them off. And so it is a
1: process. And so after that was done. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row. Proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network. Verizon. best network verizon best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined not specific to 5g networks
2: and then i had to follow him over to the abandoned residence mm-hmm. again which is about 15 minutes away right. and that was very interesting because when we arrived at that residence it was pitch black you know we're talking middle of the night now and uh very rural area, Mm -hmm. uh, very quiet, and uh, we arrive and we're walking up the walkway, and I saw this large black figure, and I was walking right towards it. It was in my path on the walkway, and it actually darted away from me to its left, which would have put it right inside of the house. And, and so that was the first thing that we encountered on the walkway. And we went into the house, and uh, the client was going to turn lights on. And I said, no, leave them out. And he said, leave them out? I said, I want to show you something. This is by the power of God. I wanted to show him that even though there were demonic forces in that house... I didn't care because if God is with us and for us, then nothing can stand against us. So I had him to walk with me through that house in the pitch dark as I was binding and rebuking and casting out all those demons. And that was by the power of God.
0: So, and I'm going to ask you something, Bill, because it sounds like, well, it drove them out of their house, let's face it. And, and I mean, I don't Absolutely. know what the origins we were, of it was the house or the land. Have you ever come across cases, and do you think it's where they tell people, look, just don't go back? In other words, leave it alone. Leave that property alone. Forget it. Just forget it.
2: No, and I'll tell you why. Because once a person... Is into a situation like that. Mm -hmm. And even though there are vortexes, you know, they could have won right off the top of my head. That was in Apple Springs, Texas, uh, back in the summertime I went there. You're now exposed to it, and it is on you. So you could move halfway around the world, and that garbage will go with you because it becomes an attachment after that. So it's very important for me and my work to be able to go there and perform a spiritual deliverance over the your client or family members and I will by the power of God seal up all uh, of the portals however that doesn't mean that something can happen and, and again whether that is through a CERN device or some other type of supernatural thing that I'm not aware of that could reopen a portal or portals over an area like that right. so You know, I can't guarantee that, you know, once God has worked through me to seal them, that something won't happen for them to reopen. That's out of my hands at that point because it's beyond my understanding. So what I can guarantee is that by the power of God, he would work through me to deliver, you know, the, the victim, the client, the family members, whatever it may be or whoever it may be. And, and they could be all right and have a covering over them after that. So even if a vortex or these portals reopened, it would not have that type of evil, negative, detrimental effect on the person or persons because mm-hmm. of the covering that they would have from God due to the spiritual deliverance and oftentimes that baptize people as well. Okay. So that is the final blessing and purification process of it all. And then that person has their personal connection with God, they've invited Jesus Christ to come in to their lives, and they have a covering, a spiritual covering, and so um, I really stress that uh, quite a bit with my clients, and in most cases, you know, they abide by that to where they will allow me to perform that baptism that is just, again, the final blessing and sealing and purification part in the process of being delivered from this garbage.
0: And Bill, to, to any, either a person or a family that's experiencing there, is there a, a threshold, a point where you advise, okay, you need to reach out to help to somebody like me? In other words, yeah. is there something that goes on that for you, these are signs like, okay, this is not your imagination or this is dark? In other words, it's malevolent yeah. but it's dangerous.
2: Yeah, there's a whole list of signs like that, and and even if uh, the person sent me a message and and it hits on a few of those, then I know that, uh, you know, something really bad is going on. Plus, God gives me a knowing of things. Now, I don't claim to be any special one or whatever, but I can tell Mm -hmm. you for sure. Is that the power of God works through me, and He gives me spiritual discernment. So He will sometimes give me pictures in my head, or a knowing of things, or a message. And and sometimes, you know, when these people are sending, uh, sending me a message for help, I'm already getting a clear picture in my head of what's going on. And then some of the things that they will list will give me the confirmation okay. that uh, in you know God has given me, uh, uh, and I've interpreted. The information that God has given to me correctly, and so then it correlates, uh, correlates, and you know it's all confirmation after that. But yeah, there are there's a whole list of uh, telltale signs that something evil is taking place, and it is time to get help. And whether that is through me or somebody else, it really doesn't matter. The bottom line is that a person in a situation like that needs help. And I also find it to be very sad and unfortunate that. Some of these people have gone to their pastors or priests and said, Look, you know, I'm having these problems. And then they were turned away because the pastor or the priest would say, Well, what do you want me to do? I'm not trained in that. I can't help you. And how sad is that?
0: Yes, I I recently went on a case myself. They asked me to go there. And um, believe it or not, this family had lived in this house for 40 years. 40 years wow and within the last year they started experiencing some very very dark things they're catholic and they went to their local parish and he asked the the priest you know he says look can you please come and do a blessing at the house and he kind of just told the priest what was and he says that he could tell that he said that the priest, you could tell, went and did the blessing throughout the house, but was very uncomfortable. He says, oh, I don't feel anything. I'm leaving. You know, like, in other words. Wow. Kind of left. And he, uh, the, the man, you know, the head of the household told me, he goes, I feel uncomfortable going back because this is the church I go to and I've been going to for all these years. I don't want to get the reputation of being a kook. In, in other words, you could tell he was really stuck.
2: Yeah. How sad
0: is that? And I was like, I, I... I I don't know what to tell you, but I know that you're not the only one that's told me something along those lines. Because I even told him, I said, you know what, have you tried getting some holy water? And he was like, i like think thinking, do I have to ask? <laughs> you know? Like, in other words, he didn't want to go back yeah. and say, can I have some holy water? Because it was going to make him look right. bad. Right, now it's an uncomfortable
2: situation, you know? It's very sad. So, again, I'm very thankful to God that he's put this calling all my life because there's not many people out there like me that are doing what no, i'm doing and, no. certainly and not traveling all over the it. country all the time
0: you understand um, it you yeah it. because i've been
2: there so it was necessary and i've said this a million times marlene in order for me to be where i'm at right now and helping others it was necessary for me to be there as a victim and an experiencer of those things so i would have the understanding and the people would know that I've been there, so they would really, you know, they embrace me because they know that I can help them because I understand them.
0: Yeah, yes, you, you do, you do, you have the empathy as far as, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I've been there, done that. you It's true, you do have had done that. I want to ask you something real quick, and you said something about CERN and about <laughs> portals and everything because I, I yeah. I've come across a lot of cases where. There have been portals, and for the, I can't figure out how. It's like, what? How is this happening? Do you think those people in CERN know what they're doing? Or do you think that something, that they're going to do something that they eventually they have no control over?
2: Well, I feel this, without really knowing the answer. This is, and I've written about this in my book, uh, Stranger Than Fiction. I feel that um, certainly the higher ups, in CERN know exactly what they're doing, and furthermore, all you have to do is visit the CERN website, you'll see three interlocking sixes as their logo, so that should tell you everything you need to know right there, and then their mascot, is Shiva, the goddess of destruction, yes. is standing in a stock gate. So, I mean, that should tell you it's in plain sight. It should yeah. tell you everything you need to know. Um, are there people on the lower levels that truly don't understand what they're involved in? And sure. And, I mean, that goes throughout the military-industrial complex and some of the alphabet agencies. And, you know, these people are given a task, and they perform their task, and they don't ask questions, and they just do what they're told, and that's the end of it. Uh, but... The people who are in the upper echelons of this certainly understand that they know exactly what they're doing. And I feel like um, and President Reagan gave a speech about this back in, uh, I believe, 1987, saying that... Um, you know, how quickly the differences of mankind would be resolved if we were faced with an outside threat, you know, outside of our world. And uh, he said, you know, and I say to you, is not such a threat already among us? So he
3: knew something.
2: And I think that uh, this has been going on for quite a while, and I really believe that a lot of the people in the high places, positions of uh, power in the most powerful places and positions on the earth are sold out to these invaders, and they're certainly coming from Satan's demonic kingdom, and I think that, uh, you know, in exchange for this sellout, There has been, you know, great riches and powers bestowed upon those uh, who were already rich and powerful. And um, with that has come this technology. And this is Fallen Angel technology. And uh, so when you're talking CERN and, uh, you know, T-Wave quantum computers and AI and all this stuff, this is, in my opinion, demonic Fallen Angel technology. Mm -hmm that is designed to enslave the masses and I really believe that a day is going to come after the other thing that I told you about the legalization of pedophilia and uh, the legalization of cannibalism and things of that nature. I think the day will come after that that they will make this big announcement saying that we have the greatest technological discovery in the history of mankind. And if you accept this chip, which will be the mark of the beast, uh, you will be merged with the D-Wave quantum computer, yeah. and you will become immortal. You'll never die. You'll never be sick again. All of your uh, financial information will be on this chip. Things will You're yeah, be safe because that's the trade-off.
0: You're going to be
2: safe. Yeah, and people will line up in the millions to take this, and they're going to try and get rid of people like me who try to tell the truth and dissuade the masses from doing these types of things. I don't worry about it for one second because, again, I'm under the covering and protection of God, and I thank Him and praise Him for that. And so, I am 100% confident that God is with me and for me, so therefore, I can't worry about who may try and come against me because I know that God's with me and for me. So God has called me to be a spiritual warrior. He's also called me to be a messenger as well. And that's exactly what I'm doing is speaking the truth and trying Uh, my best without twisting anybody's arm because we all have free will and people are free to make their choices Mm -hmm. i don't want to impose my will on anybody but again i feel that as part of my calling from god it's my responsibility and obligation to speak about these things so people have this awareness before it's too late and so i'm urging everyone out there you don't have to take my word for anything that i've said but just do some of the research into these things, and then I pray that you will come to a similar conclusion, and then you'll seek your personal relationship with God.
0: And I'm going to mention something real quick. If you ever have—and I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Netflix. There's a—well, it was a short series. It's called Altered Carbon. If you—, if you <sighs>
2: i, don't I know never if saw seen it too. because i don't watch any of that but i you know i don't even watch netflix or anything i haven't watched a, a movie from a movie theater in like 30 some years um i don't watch it i don't watch any of that stuff but i know what it is i've heard of it I've well right that that, that basically
0: your being your whoever you are your memory your soul is basically in a chip that you basically can put into the back of your neck so you, can, you can, can go from body to body in other words uh If something, let's say you're in a horrific accident and that part of the back of your neck, that where it's like a little disc is okay, Mm -hmm. they pull it out. And of course, if you have a lot of money, they can either have a clone or a really nice body to put, but that basically that's it. And if not, you could just end up in a raggedy body, but that in other words, your being is held in that disc And the only way you really truly die is if it ever becomes damaged. But exactly what you described as far as us being reduced to a chip, I guess, is what you would, for lack of a better word. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I mean, and and there it is. And again, once again, it's in plain sight. And it's in for um, presentation for the masses to digest and to accept something like that as normal.
0: Yes. Yes. It's, 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 this is, it's, it's a very interesting. And it's, of course, it's portrayed as a sci-fi kind of this stuff, you know, kind of yeah. like future. So you can look at it. It's just, oh, it's just entertainment. But yeah. talking about what, you know, that subject, it's obvious what really the the purpose of it is. But anyway, and it, there was another
2: show that they had on that Netflix thing, again, I never saw it, I did see clips and I've read about it, it was called The Santa Clarita Diet.
0: Yes, I've seen that, I've seen that,
2: I've seen and that. And that was about this woman who was a cannibal and she desired human flesh and yes. all this kind of stuff, it's right there, I mean this is all part of the mind programming, social engineering into getting people yes. to digest all of this and accept it as normal, yes. therefore, what do you? what's the big deal? So right like, right
0: right you know and, and, and,
2: and so it just goes on and on
0: it's and this is uh i've seen it and, and if you look at it it they kind of it's 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 funny it's a they kind of like you know it's comedy but yes the premise is that she develops into a zombie but you know without looking like a zombie but she desires human flesh and there of course you go. and uh they had another show which was not it was uh but i think it's been out for two or three years i think it's i called i zombie same thing uh she becomes a zombie through some weird thing and all she does is just become a little bit pale but believe it or not she works uh at the medical examiner's office (laughs) so
2: amazing it's amazing and i i've said to people marlene that these shows will exist as long as people allow them to yes. exist. So, if a sudden uprising would come from the people, all of us, if we came together and said, "You know what? We don't want this type of garbage anymore in our society," then they would have to go away because people would just simply stop watching, and they wouldn't have an audience anymore, no, no ratings, and that'd be it. They'd have to fold no. up and go. No, I, 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 I,
0: what is that? I, I, I don't understand. Um... How so many people sometimes think that that they're, they're like you said that they think and it's they fall into the social engineering trap and basically everything is engineered from cradle to grave and yeah. they're like okay I'm good with that and I was like okay exactly
2: the people just accept it and go with it and and that's all there is to it and then a lot of people. Um, will say, Well, what do you want me to do about it? You know, that's just how it is nowadays and you just have to go with it and accept that and well no you don't. Yes. Yes. And and that's what is missing now is the fighting spirit of those who seek to stand up for what is good and for what is right. So unfortunately, you know, a lot of people in that way have become too passive because of the politically correct society yes. that we now live in, yes. they're afraid yes. to say anything. They're afraid to do anything. Yes. Because of the you know fear for repercussion on Pratt's job or oh, yeah. standing in community or whatever it may be. Um, but it's all by design. This is what people need to wake up and see. This is all by design. The devil, which I don't, give him any credit or anything, but I have to say that it was a very clever plan to implement these types of things to get us to the point to where we are now in society to where, you know, if anybody tries to speak up and, and talk about what's good and what's right and stand against what's not good, uh, they're vilified.
0: Well, and this is the thing, But once upon a time, when getting to that PC politically correct thing. The ones that suffered from it were usually stars and politicians who had to be really careful. So us normal people, regular people, we could do and say, and, you know, maybe would, you would get reprimanded by your family or your community. But that was it. You know, and that's yeah. why, you know, Hollywood, that they would uh, cover up, you know, their stars when they did stupid stuff. And politicians, of course, you know, you always had to have present. But nowadays, even us, not only can, you know, you can get attacked I hate to say it, you can get attacked.
2: Oh yeah. It could be life it could be yes. life altering. Yes. In a bad way. Yes. But I say this and I certainly understand why people would have pause mm-hmm. and hesitation in yes. stepping forward. But I'll say this. For me I don't care because I know that God's with me and for me. And I not people that, you know, many for the most part say, thank you so much for speaking up and speaking for God and speaking for what's good and for what's right. But then there have been some that have, you know, had some choice names or words for me, and I'm sorry that they felt that way, and I love everybody, and I would do anything to help anybody, and I have and will continue to do so from all walks of life. But I, as a man of God, not that I'm perfect, because I'm certainly not. I don't claim to be, and I'm not holier than now. I'm just standing up for the truth and for what is good and for what is right and, and for what is right by God. And so, therefore, uh, I will continue to do that at the cost of, you know, for instance, I've had many offers for TV series or to be in this show or that show, mm-hmm. and and yet sometimes, you know, unfortunately when um, some of those producers find out that I do stand up for what's good and for what's right, then they'll drop me like a hot potato. Oh yeah, it's like, oh no, we
0: can't tell him what to do. uh. Yeah,
2: and and that's okay, because let me tell you something, I'd much rather be pleasing God than pleasing man, so I have to, for me, and again, it's not about coming against anybody, it's Mm -hmm. not about uh, trying to destroy anybody, it's about standing up for the truth, and for what's good, and for what is right.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, but I think a lot of things are going to be happening, but I, I, I like I say, I I believe I believe in the goodness of people I believe that the outcome of everything will be good. Um, I'm with
2: you 100% and a great and terrible day is coming and then after that day that the good people are going to have rest and peace and goodness and blessings and a better way of life for sure. Now whether that is on this earth or in God's heavenly kingdom, only he knows that, but I do believe that this great and terrible day from God is coming sooner than later. And for those who, you know, choose to make God first and to really come back to Him and accept Christ, that don't fear anything. For those who don't and who won't, well, then I pray for you. That's all I can say. And, you know, I pray that everybody. I want everybody to be saved. I want everybody to not have to suffer. Uh, But we see a repeated theme throughout the bible that when societies turn away from god yes. and when they have this high wickedness taking place in their societies god will destroy those kingdoms yes. and, so- and societies and it's happened over and over and over again in the bible and i firmly believe that we're on the way to this happening again in last uh God will show mercy and it's somehow some way through some type of divine intervention that we will write this ship that turn it around before yes. it's too late and and kick out all the garbage out and off and away from our society our country and our planet
0: I agree with you and it start and I think it starts with each individual person you cannot always be waiting for yes. the other the other guy to do it <laughs> because that's what a lot of people I totally do agree, Marlene. somebody <laughs> else I totally will do that agree with you. yeah but anyway, Bill, yeah. thank you so, so much for sharing this time with me tonight. It has been absolutely wonderful. I want to wish you all the pleasure with all your your upcoming projects and everything that's going on. I would love to bring you back and talk some more about any uh, new books, uh, any uh, thing else that's going on, because I, I hate to say it, but I know you've been busy, but I think you're still going to be really, really busy in 2019. Yeah.
2: I think you're right, Marlene, you know, there's there's no rest, and that's okay, because again, I'm thankful to God for putting this calling on me, I'm thankful to him for transforming my life, I'm thankful to him for having me to be a warrior, and a messenger as well, so even though, you know, we know that I'm busy, and I'll remain busy, that's okay, because that is, any time that I can help by the power of God working through me to transform someone's life into the positive it is just I can't even describe in words the joy. So I'm very, really, very really thankful for that and, and again I thank you for having me on again. Uh you and I could talk for hours. Yes, so we I look could. forward we to could. the next time. Absolutely and, and God bless you and your family and everyone out there that's listening in or, or watching. Um God bless all of you and thank you very much. And, and until the next time. Uh, you know, if you need anything Don't hesitate if you're out there and you're in spiritual need and you're having these problems. Just contact me at BillBean.net. If you want to get a copy of the book, uh, Stranger Than Fiction, uh, same thing, BillBean.net. And I will personally sign it to you. And uh, until the next time, God bless you.
0: Likewise. Take care, Bill. Bye-bye.
2: Okay, Marlene. Bye-bye.
0: So, he's so interesting to talk to. I think he's great. (laughs) because he's absolutely right (laughs) i could spend hours talking to him no i mean besides the fact uh you know how can i say it you know when you talk to somebody like bill uh i think you know when you talk to somebody like bill who's got such a good handle and is so confident because he does this work so well and like he said he had since an early age a brush up against evil and it kind of shadowed his life and then he rose above it and confronts it i think that sometimes people don't realize just how dangerous it is with what he does okay um it's dangerous both spiritually and physically because and he said it he's a warrior and um this is uh, in other words and it's you could tell this is not something that you say okay well i'm done He, like he said in that that um, that experience he had that he was at the Intenzo household and then after he finished there, he had to jump in a car and then drive a little bit over an hour and then deal with another case that had some type of demonic, I don't know if it was an infestation, what was going on or what was going, you know, it had to be pretty bad if the family actually moved out of their house. But, you know, and again me and him were you know we spoke briefly before we started recording that we were saying that hollywood has desensitized people how dark and horrible uh any type of haunting is that's malevolent as in um that's demonic it's non-human that what it thrives on is human suffering and anguish and the aim is to achieve that Whichever way it can, whether it's a family of one, an individual, or a family, whatever. Uh, And it's a very difficult work. I'm telling you, it's very, very difficult work. And I've mentioned this before in other shows, that uh, back in 2016, uh, when Father Gabriel Amorth, which was the exorcist for the vatican for many years he passed away and they had they did a short article saying how they were having a tough time having young newly minted priests uh become exorcists like 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 that like uh father amorth you know like he was a full-time exorcist for the church nobody wants to do that they want to be a priest and do other things that pertain to the priesthood, you know, as far as sacraments and mass, etc., etc., whatever. But the exorcist part? Nope. What do you think that is, folks? Yeah, maybe some of them temperament-wise, they might not be suited to it. But remember, <laughs> you know, here you are. You're a new priest, fresh out of the gate. And you have the strength of the church and your teachings and whatever else they're going to give you and you still hesitate and you know why because it's very dangerous and difficult work so hats off to bill bean and again like we like pointed out and we talked about briefly was back in 1973 when the exorcist came out people were running around people were vomiting people were running out of the theater uh churches especially catholic churches were getting overrun with calls from parishioners saying that they were possessed or the devil i mean and this went on by the way this was not like a weekend thing where people got this went on for months and months and months people were totally annihilated when the exorcist came out i mean why because that's what we were talking about because remember this was right before the spade i think i want to say i think rosemary's baby had already been out yeah but in a way and even then that was kind of a shocking movie remember uh, total corruption of innocence but uh, i think the omen came out you know it was in those years that they had these movies but people were kind of innocent and I want to say Innocent, like, yeah, there was a bunch of horror movies, but Hammer Films, Christopher Lee's Dracula, huh? you know. <laughs> yeah, there were some pretty gross movies here and there. But as far as, like, the Possession and stuff like that, uh, audiences were kind of like, huh? And I think that's why it made such an impact. Let's fast forward, what, 40 years? With all the movies that are coming now, now? People don't blink an eye when they see The Exorcist. It's like, oh, it's scary, you know. You do that, uh. But no, why? Because we've been jaded into all these different movies that have come out, and I'm not talking. I mean, there's, there's, there's just not movies about ghosts, you know, haunting. There's, and that's the thing. Um, you know, as being a a a horror movie aficionado myself. Very rarely do you anymore see, let's say, a horror story about, let's say, haunting, you know. There's always like a possession aspect to it. <laughs> it's like, why can't you just have a haunting, you know, creepy, uh, lady in white, uh, whoa, something like that, you know. Uh, it, whatever the case might be, it, it always has a very either possession or a demonic cast to even should be a ghost story and it's almost desensitized people to how truly horrible that is again because it's been put into the pretend land of hollywood oh it's in a movie and yeah you might get really scared but the lights come up and you get up and i'm going home that's yeah okay yeah they probably that was bad. that was good cg that was that was the truth is that stuff like that is like that and it's horrible and people sometimes depending on what level of um, how what's the word I'm saying influence oppression they've gone through it it depends how long they have to be battling it I mean there's a lot of stuff and what he said with with child molestation being the what the opens the door for attachments for a lot of horrible things a lot of horrible things to come with it and it's almost like a ripple effect because a lot of times those who molest were themselves victimized as children and um it's almost that is the way evil works by the way evil doesn't yeah for all we you know think of all those horror movies um That are, how can I say, when you see them visually, they impact you like, wow, you know, she levitator or some crap like that. No, it's much more low level, disturbing, but in the end, so much destruction comes in its wake. Because what this feeds off of is human suffering and anguish. Okay. And... I mean, the human condition is that we have highs and lows. We have happy, there's going to be sad times, things happen. Sometimes we know it's going to be bad, and sometimes things happen unexpectedly, and then, you know, you always have hope, and you, whatever. But when you have something that surrounds you, which tries to take away all hope and happiness and contentment and all the things that make life worth living what do you think comes about which is human desperation anguish anger sadness that is what it feeds off of that is what its its ultimate aim and time is not a problem it's not That's why I asked him that question. At what point, what signs along the way, there goes my light, do you say, you know what, I need to call in the big guns. Which, by the way, doesn't mean you should stop. Because in the book that I just wrote, Supernatural Safety, I point that out. Okay, you need to, before, during, and after, what you need to be putting forth your two cents worth, whatever spiritual beliefs you have. And keep doing it. And keep doing it in other words do not bow your head down and accept being victimized because a lot of times at the beginning it might seem one of two things is going to happen it's going to get worse or it seems like mm, doesn't, it's not working not so okay. not so not so the power of belief of prayer if that's what you what you how you want to do it uh your mindset, the decision not to be stagnant, to move forward, to make a decision, to forgive yourself for mistakes, and say, you know what, I'm gonna make this decision, and it might be the right one, it might be the wrong one, and if it's not, I hope it's not. I'll forgive myself and I'll learn from it. And I'll move. All those things that sometimes gives you the light at the end of the tunnel, and by this I mean that sometimes when things are really dire. But if you see a light at the end of the tunnel, it can make all the difference in the world, okay? And when you have something negative and evil, whatever the source might be, I mean, we could, it's a whole nother show, working in the background, it doesn't want you to see any light anywhere, much less at the end of the tunnel. Even if your circumstances are really dire, it doesn't want you to understand, I have the power to get there, to make this end, to make it better, to be happy again. And by the way, this is really important. Bill Bean, like he said, he, the, the, the divine God works through him. But ultimately, ultimately, it's your power that makes the difference. Because if this is something that's happening to you or your family, he could go in there and do binding and and, and close a portal and everything. But ultimately, it's your decision and your power that's going to say, no, I will not accept this. Not now and not in the future. That's going to make all the difference as to if basically it's going to pull you back in if you don't have that and in other words what i was talking about where you think that somebody like bill is going to be the one that's going to do all the dirty work you know take care of it okay you pray uh, oh it's over wow. that glad that, that's over no it's you it's about you it's about you and what you need to keep doing And basically all he does is kind of like give you a a, a fresh start like okay but if you don't do what you're supposed to do it's not gonna work it's not it's not and it's really funny because we kind of live in times where um Maybe again I don't want to blame Hollywood, why not? But I believe the blame lies there. We sometimes believe in spirituality, but not really. Almost like you know, the, the kind of like the spirituality that's being thrown in our face has to do with ghost hunting all the time and uh, or some of these movies with the uh, possession and like it's become an entertainment thing. And spirituality has become too New Agey. And by the way, I have nothing against New Age. I think it's New Age is cool. It's fine. But people kind of think like that. That's all the, that that's it is. It's like like window dressing. And I think that spiritually, human beings and I've said this about being happy. We're very simple. We're very simple, but very, very. I want to say this again. Very powerful. We are very powerful. And whoever can harness our power, that's what they want. They harness your power for negativity, for destruction, for despair, even on an individual basis. This is what's really important. Even on an individual basis, that's how powerful we are. We are blinded because we see our power only by what we can or cannot do physically. And that is a big mistake because we do not, despite what our five senses lead us to believe, there's more to our world than these five senses perceive the physicality. There's an unseen world, spiritual, well, physics obviously tells us there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. Basically what our eyes see is not really what's happening on a, on a a physics level. Okay. But, believe me each and every person that can be harnessed to direct them to believe to act to accept something a certain way if, if that wasn't the case do you think all of this would be going on and that I think is where people individually have to say "Ah, uh, no <laughs> no <laughs> not for me not for me they're gonna take their power back and they are going to use their power for for being happy and for the good things and to be a better human being and to experience life and to engage in life because I want to say this again life is messy we make mistakes we do stupid stuff some worse than others sometimes horrible things come of them but that is what we're supposed to be doing but at the same time not because our belief systems are being manipulated to making us believe that we are less than we are because we're not i mean that's a whole other show. <laughs> believe me we're very powerful nobody you know when when you have whether it's a group of people that make uh, an organization or whatever. I mean, it could be anything governments, believe it or not, what they want is control and power. Even, even, you know, after a while, because you know, a lot of people say money, 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 money. You know what? And the truth is some, a lot of these people and things and organizations have money. Like they could burn money and still have money. The money's not the thing. Money no longer is important for them, because they have so much. It's this doesn't. Because it because a lot of times us as ordinary people, we, you know, here we like <clears throat> living our lives like, hey, I need money to pay my mortgage or my utilities, and money's important, you know. So we kind of sometimes make the mistake of thinking that these people have made so many much money. Which by the way, I have no problem with a lot of money, but we think that they're still on that. It's not. They're beyond that. Let's forget it. It's like what we want is power and control power and control okay over who the humans the people us why why would you say well why would you want I mean you have money I mean because of what they do for us we're very powerful okay and I mean you go also step forward beyond the power and control and if you the ultimate aim is human suffering the only way you get a human to suffer is if you have control over them and it's much easier to take control of human beings without them really realizing exactly what you're doing in other words that we buy into it <laughs> we buy into it we buy into it because we want to be safe because we're scared because we know or we think or, we, or, or we're lied to we're lied to you know we're told oh this is about this and this is better for you and blah 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 blah, blah. we're like oh okay 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 yeah sure oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or this is going to keep your kids safe oh okay okay yep absolutely and we're like no nobody would that lie could not be that big yeah it could be that big why why do they lie because we are powerful and we kind of like realize man you're what what do you most human beings especially when it's a big giant whopper usually what you do is you get angry when you find out you've been lied to especially something like you feel you've been manipulated most human beings get mad they get angry and that's it they're like that's it stop this is over i mean all of a sudden blinders come off so that's why yeah there's lying manipulation all to harness us because that's what we're being done to harness us for and i guess the question that a lot of people have with what aim what is the end game of all of this world dominion Mm. uh transhumanism open portals to what let's say for example cern and then what what is the ultimate aim of it all or are there different players on the field with the different ultimate outcomes that they want to have happen and we're all the poor people going eh? with all this going on and we kind of kind of now every once in a while mm, stuff happens and people are like what but we're very we're easily distracted and i want to give us credit there's a lot of stuff to distract us god knows there's a lot of stuff to distract us computers tv Living life, uh, taking care of your kids—there's so many things that distract us from what's actually happening in front of us. And if you think that that's just happenstance, no, it's by design. It's by design. And you only take the trouble to fool things which are powerful because if we were weak, it'd be like, who cares? Huh? So they get, so they see what's happening who cares now we wouldn't be of interest we there, there would be no need no desire to harness us and boy did this <laughs> did this go in a different direction because we could do a whole different show about this but anyway guys i hope you liked the show i hope you like what bill bean had to say i think he's a fascinating guest very busy man uh, because evil never sleeps uh and i have i have seen evil I've seen evil inside a person I've seen it I've gazed into somebody's eyes that are like I've seen it so I know it's there and um, I got a lot of interesting guests coming up as a matter of fact hopefully I will be interviewing uh, uh, Anita Jo Intenzo that he visited briefly we discussed her case we're gonna speak to her so she can tell us more about what happened with her because that's a fascinating case and but anyway guys uh make sure to go to miami ghost chronicles.com there have links to all the videos podcasts you can either connect to the podcast platform that you use or you can just download the mp3 file um i kicked off i know this is going to be a little bit staggered february 4th kicking off a new series called Supernatural Storytime and this is the only way that I could start um, doing some of my true believer stories because what happened was I went through some of my cases and so many people, this was way before I had a show all the time that I've had my website up and I was doing I would have a lot of people email me their stories I had, but i never with the thought that i would be you know talking about them i just kept them because i thought they were really interesting all these stories so supernatural story time is uh it's going to be here on miami ghost chronicles.com show but in, it's going to have its own podcast version and i'm going to talk about all my true believers stories even before they were known as true believers which is people retelling uh something's happened to them and I mean, I've gotten lots of some some of the stuff is you know retold, you know, hey, I had a friend that this happened to them, or my grandmother and other stuff happened to people firsthand. So I hope you uh catch that separate show, which is again supernatural story time, and that's kicking off February fourth, two thousand and nineteen, and that's just strictly going to be about and and by the way these are just stories in other words sometimes you never know what caused the haunting or if there was a resolution because some people will say i lived in this place for a year and the time i was living there this this and this happened and sometimes they kind of figure out why that happened or they knew a story but other times they don't they just know that man when i lived there this i experienced this and it's super interesting i think you guys are going to like it so again uh but if you still have a story please by all means i would love to include it go to miami Ghost and hit the submit your story tab or you can send me an email marlene at miami Ghost again i had just uh, set out my new book which i'm going to probably now in february be doing a giveaway on it which is supernatural safety which is kind of what you, it's a diy guide to the paranormal And again, this is for stuff that happens to people when you don't need Bill Bean to step in, for example. Which, by the way, I do uh, have parts in there that I say, this is happening, stop, you know, keep doing your thing, but you need to call in for help. This is not a DIY project, you know. But there's a lot of stuff that we can do. We're not, you know, we're not totally powerless and go, oh my God, if I don't get somebody, there's stuff, there's a lot of stuff that, you know that we can do so the book is like i said uh supernatural safety it's available on my website and on amazon but like i said i'll be doing a giveaway on it and uh guys please subscribe to the channel so that you get notified when i put out new shows especially now with the um coming out also with the supernatural story time And also, if you are into, I I do have, I do narrate a different podcast, which is called Nightshake Diary. And basically, I narrate a lot of the older ghost stories, horror stories. Uh, A lot of people have an appetite for that. Uh, This is, most of it is fiction. Some nonfiction thrown in there as far as scary stories. But you'd be surprised, there's a lot of stuff that just because a lot of years have gone by, people have forgotten about it but their stories are excellent scary they're mysterious and they're very gripping so you can catch me there at nightshadediary.com Again, guys thank you for sharing this time with me uh i truly appreciate all your attention and uh, also all the uh feedback i get and of course that's all because you are all wonderful and i look forward to sharing more time with you guys take care